right, Saturday night and we are live. Hope everybody's doing good. Be blessed in Jesus' mighty name. Brief little show tonight, 56 Minutes of Fury. Hope that you're ready. Welcome Christian Television Network onto the platforms tonight. All right, got to start with this. Got to talk about Hamas, as usual. The Hamas ideological takeover of the world, as it appears, throughout the United States of America and London and numerous other locations around the planet that are protesting in favor of Hamas. You got the, basically the white liberal population inside of the United States of America and the Democratic Party that are actively protesting for Hamas. You also have, sadly, even some conservative commentators that think it's such a conspiracy what's going on in Israel. They get some sort of globalist cabal, which, by the way, I believe that it's possible that it is, but you still have to destroy Hamas. Again, you have to walk in specificity when it comes to Israel because could it have been Mossad? Could it have been the CIA that stirred up this Hamas attack? Was Israel warned three days in advance? Yes. Was Israel warned three years in advance? Yes. How did it get through the IDF, some of the most advanced uh, cybersecurity and advanced security on the planet? How did this attack get through using paragliders? Again, that yes, it could very well be that there's a larger cabal um, behind what happened on 10-7. But you still have to go after Hamas. And I know those of you that watch the podcast have heard this several times, but I need to tell you again, just like COVID was a global cabal, absolutely is. CO, I mean, the CO2 emission cabal, the climate change cabal, CBDC cabal, all the different things, lawlessness cabal. Yes, they are all cabals. And you go after the major, major players. If Mossad's behind it, CIA's behind it, various members of the Israeli government are behind it, whatever it may be, you have you will you go after the players that are in the upper echelon, but you also have to go behind go after the tool boys that are involved, i.e. the Fauci's of the world when it comes to COVID and the Hamas's of the world, which comes to what happened to Israel. Israel, obviously you choose Israel over Hamas, but that's not what's happening. And those that say that they are there protesting for innocent, innocent Palestinians that are being killed by the IDF, please understand that they are actually, whether they know they are or not, they are protesting for Hamas. All of the aid that was given to, to Iran, the $700 million that was given by the Biden administration to, the, to, the, to Palestine, which all goes to the governing body, which is Hamas, the $6 billion given to Iran is going to be used for Hamas or, other, or Hezbollah or other terrorist organizations, even though they say that it's designated for humanitarian purposes. We all know that funding is fungible, that it will be reallocated. We know all that. But I have to show you this. The Wayne Dupree video, you have... Um, Chank, I never get his last name right. Is it right, Aaron? Chank Weaker, is that right? Yeah. From the Young Turks. Here he is debating yeah. um, a rabbi. It's a great video. Just in hearing that those living in Palestine were offered a state. How, many, many times well, you, you're always hearing the two-state solution, right? Which, by the way, I'm not in favor. I'm just saying, if you're in favor of the two-state solution, then you must believe that Hamas was never, i.e., the Palestinians, were never offered their own state. Do you guys believe that? I mean, do, <laughs> Do you, do you know that Hamas slashed the Palestinians and they're really one and the same because the Palestinians elected Hamas by 60% vote? That they were offered their own state five times and you have young Turks leader, Chink Wager, who is simply uh, just a mouthpiece for the Democratic Party. He'll claim different things, but that's all that he is, just a propagandist. He's wanting this two-state solution and is siding with the Palestinians as usual, signing with Hamas as usual, as is the globalist left as is the leftist bourgeois elitist inside the United States, siding with Hamas in the name of the Palestinians, but they're siding with Hamas. So he's, as usual, completely and totally uninformed. Everybody, whenever, whenever you're dealing with various 
different uh, agendas from the left. If you ever know, if they, if you, if, they, if you, you get something as simple as we're going to ban, uh, we're going to ban assault assault weapons. Well, define for me what's an assault weapon before we get to banning it. Uh, actually, define for me what is an assault rifle. I mean, I'll be totally and completely against you ever banning it anyway. And we know that the Fifth Circuit just banned them anyway. So everybody knows. Just lost a major lawsuit in the, in the not the Fifth Circuit, the Seventh Circuit, up in Illinois, where they have they have deemed that assault rifles, well, AR-15 specifically, which they deemed as military-style assault assault rifles, assault weapons, were not covered under the Second Amendment. Explain to me how that is, and what's the difference between really a hunting rifle and AR-15? Because an AR-15 is not an automatic. They they can't even they can't even. I guarantee you, the judges involved in the case could not delineate between semi-automatic and automatic. Guarantee you, because no Democrat can. And Chink, Chink Weger is one of these people. They have these definitive stances based on complete and total ignorance. Define for me, if you want to lower CO2 emissions, then define for me what is a problematic CO2 level. If it's 0.03% of the atmosphere, which it is here on this October, what is the date today, Aaron? It is the 11th. October 11th, 2023. Right now at this very moment, on October 11, 2023, 10.35 at night, the CO2 level in the atmosphere is 0.03%. So name for me, if you want to ban CO2 emissions, you want to lower CO2 emissions, you want to get rid of the internal combustion engine, you want it to turn, go to all these solar power stations and everything else, that ends up running on fossil fuels anyway, but I digress. If you want to solve the problem or solve a problem, then define the freaking problem. I want to ban assault weapons. Define for me what's an assault weapon. I want to ban CO2 emissions. Then then tell me, explain to me what is the level, define the level of problematic CO2. Can you do that? Absolutely not. So here you have Cheek Weger who's espousing a solution, a two-state solution to a problem. But the problem is um, the two-state solution has already been offered and turned down five times by the Palestinians and Hamas. That's the truth. Play for me, Will. So I've spent I've spent my life debating people whenever someone whenever someone starts using personal names and screaming like a lunatic, they're losing the debate. Let me remain. You're factual. the one First who of all, made up things. The Palestinians, the Palestinians, the Palestinians were offered a state in 1936 in the Peel Commission. They rejected it. They were offered a state in 1947, the UN Partition Plan. They rejected it. They were offered a state in 1967 after Israel conquered Judea and Samaria and the West Bank. They rejected it. They were offered a state in 2000, Yasser Arafat, Ehud Barak. They rejected it. They were offered a state with Ehud Omer 2008. They rejected it. They have the Israel unilaterally laterally withdrew from Gaza in 2005, and they did not create a state. In fact, where were you, Cenk, when you say that you care about Palestinian children, when Hamas stole the highest rate of per capita international foreign aid, larger than the Marshall Plan, from Palestinian children, did not build schools for them, did not build hospitals, took all the money to buy bombs and to build a network of tunnels, which is larger than the the New York subway system. Where were you then? Why did you only come up now? In fact, when Bashar al-Assad killed 600,000 children, Arab children, when he gassed them with mustard gas, my organization took out full page New York Times, 
ads to protect them from sarin gas. Where are you then? You don't care about Arab children. You are a Jew hater, defined as someone who only Shut wants to lie up. and say that the Jews you are bigot. genocidaires. You and racist. don't try to cancel me and say that I shouldn't be on. You're not a producer of this show. Because you are ignorant of the facts and ignorant of the history does not mean that you can cancel uh, my... Do you see how the leftist works right at the very end? I'll get to the numbers in just a minute, but do you see how the leftist works at the very end? They default to propagandizing. They default to their talking points, even though they're absolutely nonsensical. So you have the rabbi, rabbi just destroyed Chank Wigger in front of everybody. Destroyed him. And what, is, what all they can do is, did you notice how passionless he was? Because it's robotic. It's just a mantra to Chink Wigger. Racist. Bigot. It's all he can do. And I'm saying it with more passion than he did because <laughs> he's sitting there saying those things to a rabbi. Yeah. Racist. Bigot. You notice that? Because that's all that they have. They have no facts. All they can do is name, call, and propagandize. And just bold-faced lie. Run endless propaganda. They'll sit there and tell you the border's closed. Over and over and over again, you have Mayorkas. Alejandro Mayorkas will tell you over and over and over again, the border's closed and the border's wide open. You, they'll, they'll come out. You have Green. Jean, yeah, will come out over and over again and talk about how great Binomics is when Binomics is a complete disaster. For America, really, in all, for all intents and purposes, we're on the brink of a major recession, or it already in a recession, on the brink of a major recession. So it's absolute garbage. You know, they, but they will just do it. They, they will just default to their talking points. They're just stenographers for their talking points. They're Goebbels. Goebbels. You have Goebbels on propagandist radio. The Russians are, are, have completely taken over Berlin, and Goebbels, Goebbels is still on the radio saying, we're going to win, we're going to win, we're going to win. They're, they completely adhere to their lying propagandist uh, talking points. That's what they do. That's, what, that's all the chink has. But if you notice there, I'm, I'm, first of all, you had the five times, uh, the five times that Hamas slashed the Palestinians were offered their own state and never, never took it. Why wouldn't they take it? Then they were given billions and billions of dollars to establish basically their own country, their own state. And what did Hamas do? They built schools for the kids. Remember, because it's all about, and this is the saddest thing, is to see conservative pundits putting on Hamas videos and blaming the IDF. Hamas videos of kids being pulled out of, uh, out of, out of buildings that have been turned into, you know, piles of bricks. So, and they, they, you know, they pull the bodies out and you have conservative pundits because they believe there's some big um, conspiracy behind it, but then there could be, but you still have to destroy Hamas. And Hamas is the one putting those people in, the, putting those kids in the buildings. So when they get reduced to absolute, uh, absolute, uh, absolute, was it rumble? Rumble? Rubble. Rubble. Yeah, rubble. Absolute rubble. I'm keep, rumble is in my head. I can't get rumble out of my head. <laughs> absolute rubble. Then you have conservative pundits. I see them, people I used to follow. I'm not following you if you're vehemently anti-Israel. I'm not following you. I'm not going to do it because I know what the word of God says. Right. In 2 Samuel 7, 24. Deuteronomy 11, 12. These are God's people. I'm not going to turn my back on God's people. Doesn't mean I believe that everything they do is correct. They don't. They handled COVID horribly and have handled other things horribly. Plus, there's a liberal element inside of Israel that's trying to persecute via prosecution uh, Benjamin Netanyahu, just like what's going on here. Net Netanyahu, Netanyahu's not perfect either. He wants a biometric health card. So, I mean, I understand, but you have to walk the tightrope. You have to walk in specificity. And many, many 
Conservative pundits are putting out Hamas videos. Look at the kids being pulled out because the IDF bombed this building. The IDF warned them 24, 36, 48 hours in advance to move to the south of the Gaza Strip. Keep telling them over and over again, A, B, and C building are going to be bombed. Get the heck out of there. Hamas either pays these people to stay there or forces them to stay there. But they were given, Hamas was given billions and billions and billions of dollars to establish a fantastic Gaza Strip. A fantastic, or maybe, and this is after them turning down their own country five times. Turning down the two-state solution five times. And what did they do? Build houses, schools, hospitals, all for the kids that they're so concerned about? No, they built the tunnel system, which is larger than NYC's tunnel system. Larger, the tunnel system under Gaza has more square footage than the entire subway system in New York City. That's what they built on. So you, you, you have all these people, and again, you're, and you're like, Tom, you're beating a dead horse. Because you see the libtards don't, don't bother me. You know, what, what, what Ed Krasenstein says, Keith Oberman says, Brian Krasenstein says, uh, Medid Hassan says, all these idiots, none of, none of them, David Wiseman, all these people, that, that means absolutely nothing to me. I expect them to be idiots. Idiots. I expect them to operate in asinine idiocy. But when you're a conservative, you need to be able to walk tight ropes and be able to walk in specificity. You need not, you not, you need not be putting out Hamas propagandist videos. Yes, our... Are civilians being killed in a war? Yes, because Hamas attacked Israel. Killed 1,400 people in 12 hours, including 31 Americans. So that's why people are now being killed on the Gaza Strip. And they're all, when was the last time? Did Hamas warn anybody at the music festival that we're coming? Uh, No, they didn't warn them. They killed 1,400 of them. But the IDF is warning all these people, get out. They're telling them, specifically move from A to B. They're, They're actually giving them a specific refugee camp to go to so you don't get bombed. And when was the last time an IDF soldier raped a Palestinian woman? 0.0 has never happened, ever. When was the last time an IDF soldier lopped off the head of any Palestinian citizen? 0.0 has never happened. So you have to be able to walk in specificity, understanding that, yes, insiders inside of Israel, but maybe Mossad, CIA, yes, they were warned by Egypt and all that I've already gone over. Yes, there could be a greater conspiracy behind it, but you still have to take care of the tools inside the conspiracy. And the last part there, Hassad themselves killed 600,000 Palestinian children. 600,000, he's either children or Palestinian cities, I can't, citizens can't remember, I think he said children. So you, you're dealing with, and you, and you have Cheek Weger there sitting, uh, uh, I don't know. Because now the only reason why Weger has now jumped into it is because he believes somehow or another it's politically expedient for him to do so. That's it. He doesn't really care about kids. It's like they never really cared about your health. They don't really care about CO2. They don't really care about transgenders and, the, and transgenderism and the transgender agenda, and they really want to help these people to be healthy. They don't care about any of it. It's all just vehicles to usher in their agenda, to usher in their narrative, which is to leverage you into a one-world commerce system with them in control of it. That's what it's all about. So you, you don't believe me now, so here we go. Let me show you this. i got to get to my next one here. Post-millennial video. Hitler knew, this. The, here, these are the alleged Palestinian protesters. Pal, alleged Palestinian protesters. So, is there a line? It's like, I'm, I believe that I'm pro-life, but I believe in the right to choose. Okay, there is no such thing. There is, there is no such thing as that dichotomy. It does not exist. 
There is no ambiguity. You are either pro-life or you are pro-death. It's not, well, I'm, I'm pro-choice, but I would never get an abortion myself. Then you are pro-abortion. If you are, if you are standing with and you are protesting for Palestinians, you are pro-Hamas. Here is a man from a pro-Palestinian protest. Play for me, Will. If the West feels so sorry for the Israeli Zionists, why don't they give a place in Germany? Why don't they go to Hitler's back garden and make an occupation there? Then they will know what kind of people these are. Why every so many hundred years, the Zionists get slaughtered? Because Hitler knew how to deal with these people. They probably made a program so they can create a state of Israel in the expense of Palestinian Muslims' blood. And of course, you see in the background some idiot wearing a mask. <laughs> Here we are, 44 months into 15 days to flatten the curve, still wearing a mask. And by the way, I want to point this out, just in case I don't get to it tonight. Make sure that you watch at some point. You can actually probably pull it up on YouTube or social media somewhere, because I'm sure that's where I saw it. No, no, I actually saw it on TV. But I'm sure it's on all the social media platforms where they're, the CDC is now putting out their combined COVID and flu shot um, uh, commercial. Everybody in the commercial is masked. 44 months later, after 15 days to flatten the curve, why is everybody masked? I'm talking about every person giving the shot, every person getting the shot, and every person in the commercial is completely and totally masked from eyeball to the bottom of their cheeks. Why would that be? Why are you you masked? You see, because that was the point of it all, to permanently mask you. But I digress. I just had to show. Because again, if you're pro-mask, you're pro-mask. Everybody who's loving a mask is all pro-mask. I'm telling you. Everybody who's pro-transgender is pro-vaccination. Everybody who's pro-homosexual marriage is anti-gun. It's all the same agenda with different tactics to usher in the agenda. So here's a Radio Geneva video. In New York, I love how Radio Geneva phrases. In New York, cultural enrichers (laughs) tear down U.S. flag. Now this, now, I believe is today Veterans Day? Today's Veterans Day. I want to make sure it wasn't, yeah, uh, wasn't, isn't tomorrow. Today's Veterans Day. And so this was either, this has to be last night, but it has to be the flags that were put up for Veterans Day. They're being torn down in the city of New York and being replaced with Palestinian flags. Play for me, Will. Well, the cops, the cops ended up massing in mass there, gathering in mass, but they never did anything. Just sat there and watched people break other people's property and let it fall to the ground. And you see, that's called, that's called the opposite of broken windows policing. What you do in broken windows policing is you arrest for the small offenses. Because you arrest for the small offenses, you end up arresting the people that commit the big offenses before they actually commit them. Because the person who jumps the turnstile is the person who does the armed robbery. It's the same person. It's because there's a very actual small criminal element in our society. But they just let them commit crimes right in front of them, not to mention the degradation of the flag, which I believe, um, correct me if I'm wrong, got a military veteran sitting right to my right here, but that's not the proper treatment for flags, let it fall to the ground and everybody walk all over it, like Megan Rapinoe likes to do. (laughs) 
Hey, um, let me show you this. Put up, put up the next one for me, Will. Dr. Eli David tweet. Just wanted to show you this. London, London today. So I'm not sure if this is today or yesterday. Uh, Pro-Palestinian, pro, but you, you can be pro-Palestinian and anti-Hamas, right? Uh, no, you can't be, actually, because the ones running the Palestinians are Hamas. Pro-Palestinian, uh, Pro-Palestinians openly marching with uh, Hamas headbands. That's weird, isn't it? I thought, I thought they were just pro-Palestinian. No, they're actually pro-Hamas because there is no delineation. Hey, Aaron, break out the Chink Uyghur stuff. I had to show you this before I forgot. Glad Aaron reminded me of it. Yeah, so uh, read it. So uh, it's funny, all that coming from Chink when he named his network the Young Turks. Young Turks, And right. that is named after uh, a group of people in the early Ottoman Empire in Turkey who were responsible for committing the Armenian Genocide, <laughs> the Assyrian Genocide, and the Greek Genocide. And that's what he named his network after. So great, we got the Ar- Armenian genocide, Assyrian genocide, and what was the other one? Greek. The Greek genocide. That's yeah. what Young Turks is named after. Because, see, all leftists are actually genocidal. Who is it that's killing 40 to 80 million babies a year globally? One, one, to, one to two million inside the United States of America, which, by the way, is a very low number because New York and California don't report their abortion numbers in totality. So they're the one, again, mass genocide. You have somebody like Chink Weger who names his organization, which is a prominent leftist uh, media punditry uh, platform named after a genocidal group of people. Yeah. Young Turks, Syrian massacre, uh, Armenian massacre, and Greek massacre. Named his group after genocidal people. It's amazing. Did any right-wingers ever do that? Uh, no, we never name ourselves after, after groups that were genocidal. We don't, we, don't, we don't do that because we're not genocidal. We're not perfect, but we're not genocidal. The left is always the ones that are actually killing lots and lots of people. Who created COVID-19? Um, that would be the globalist left. What do you mean, Tom? That'd be Anthony Fauci, devout Democrat. Ralph Barrick, devout Democrat. The CCP, devout socialist Democrats. Bill Gates, devout Democrat. All the, they were the ones who funded COVID-19. They're the ones who funded the solution to a problem that doesn't exist, COVID-19. They're the ones. I mean, I mean they're, they're est- the estimates now coming from the latest studies are 17 million people have died from the vaccination. Right-wing conspiracy. It's all going to come out, folks. It's going to come out. There's no hiding from it. It's all coming out now. The, uh, the error of the VAERS system is now being reported. You know what, you know what just came out? I told you it's all going to come out. What just came out, and I know I'm digressing into other subjects, but what else is new? <laughs> what just came out in the bastion of white, right-wing conspiracy theory, the Washington Post, what story just came out there? Who was it that destroyed the Nord Stream 2 pipeline? Just came out from the Washington Post, which <laughs> is nothing more than Goebbels. So the, understand this. When it gets to the point where they're having to tell the truth, to whatever limited, understand how big the story is because it's a thousand times bigger than they're reporting because this is what they can get away with telling you without actually holding themselves culpable and liable for the lies that they've told. I.e., just like the CDC, these are numbers that we can tell you. That's why you have the World Health Organization telling you it's five to 18 million people died of COVID. It's really way less than that, but these are the numbers we can kind of get away with. But, you know, because we'll, we'll tell you these numbers, but if you really actually know how many people died, which is probably less than a million then this this totalitarian response, there'll be you know considering the totalitarian response, people are going to be holding us accountable. So these are the numbers we feel like you can that you can handle without holding us accountable. So the people who destroyed allegedly, according to the Washington Post, the Nord Stream pipeline were the Ukrainians. Now I wonder who the Ukrainians were working with because we know the Ukrainians really their tactical ability 
when you're dealing with a, a pipeline that's hundreds of feet underwater, that they will go out there in their Boston Whaler outboards <laughs> and try to dive down with snorkels. And we know who did it. We know it's the Ukrainians coupled with the United States military and IE, the United States Navy. These are the only ones capable of that, that are capable of that underwater operation outside of maybe the Russians themselves. But remember what the, what the Biden administration say. Two things. First of all, they said that the Russians destroyed the Nord Stream pipeline. Read the article yourself. It's in the Washington Post right now. Not the Washington Times. The Washington Post. Remember the Biden administration said the Russians did it. Why would the Russians blow up their own pipeline? Again, they're just, it's like, it's like Chank Weger. Racist. You bigot. That's all they knew. They, they don't have a sensical thought in their head. They don't have a coherent thought in their head. So they just, they just bark. They just bark nonsensible tripe. The Russians destroyed their own pipeline. And then they said, remember what they said? If Russia goes into Ukraine, it's the end of the Nord Stream pipeline. That's what Victoria Nuland said, and that's what Joe Biden said. It's the end of the Nord Stream pipeline. We will end the Nord, they, what the quote is, we will end the Nord Stream pipeline in one way or the other. And nobody holds them accountable. Amazing. Amazing, isn't it? And by the way, why doesn't Germany hold them accountable? Because all of that oil was going to Germany. Who really needs it, by the way? That's like their number one source of fossil fuels was the Nord Stream Pipeline. Now, let me show you this, going back to Hamas. Bill Ackman video. This is a math, math class at the Massachusetts Institute of Technology. M-I-freaking-T. This is like where Thomas Massey went. These are some of the biggest geniuses that have ever been in the United States, were ever born in the United States, or ever came to the United States, went to MIT. This is the level of degradation that has occurred not only to MIT, but to our entire education establishment. This is where we are at. So you look at, look at what's going on in this classroom. I'll let it speak for itself. Play it for me, Will. Times B plus mu times B prime. Yeah, I'm just going to finish this line. Uh, the, can, I, can I just finish this line and then, then I get, uh, I'll give you the time. Right. Uh, C and D, all right? Well, you're going to see that this is well, by linearity, that's going to be d times lambda a plus mu a prime plus c uh, minus c times the rest. So minus c times lambda b plus mu b prime. And you find the formula. Yeah, go ahead. As you witness the ongoing genocide of Gaza and MIT silence, I'm joining hundreds of students citywide in walking out of class along the center. Because we stand for the liberation of Palestine against the active genocide perpetuated by MIT, Israel, and the United States. So there we go. I just wanted to show you where we are at inside of our educational institutions inside of America. This is, this is the level of degradation. This is how far downhill that we have gone. Where you actually have the professor ask for permission from the Hamas protester, may I finish this equation first? And then you, then, then you can talk. And I cut the video short. Then he actually holds up a Palestinian flag. And they're, gonna, they're going to pro, we're going to protest, going to do a big walkout for Palestinian liberation, for the, the liberation of Palestine. And again, define for me the problem. First of all, they were offered their own state five times and turned it down. So you don't want your own state. So how are you going to liberate a state that doesn't exist? Again, how are you going to get rid of assault rep weapons when you can't define them? How are you going to get rid of CO2 emissions when you cannot name a level that's problematic of CO2 emissions? Again, it's just nonsensical. There is, there's nothing sensical behind Again, it's always the left 
causing or just creating a problem out of thin air and then offering you totalitarian solutions, which are far worse than the problem that doesn't exist. So they want, they want a free Palestine. Well, there is no Palestine to be free because they've turned down their own state five times. Look at this outside of New York. James, Wood, James Woods, Woods video. Jews in New York. Now, this is weird, isn't it? How this all seems to culminate together. How this all seems to run together. Same verbiage and everything else. Jews in New York are now being told to shelter in place because of this. Play for me, Will. So there you go. So now they're being told, just like COVID-19. Can't control you with COVID-19 anymore for now. Even though, like I said earlier, the, the latest commercial from the CDC has everybody masked for their for their joint, your joint shot opportunity, where you can get your COVID shot and your flu shot all at the same time. Everybody in the commercial is masked. They can't ever let go. Everybody with the Canadian Health Organization, with basically their version of the CDC, I don't know the name, Everybody on all their advertisements and, their, and all their press conferences, everybody's masked there too. Everybody's masked, but they can't control you. So lo and behold, now they're actually being told to shelter in place, just like they told you to shelter in place during COVID. I know it's used for other things before COVID too, but it, I mean, again, just shelter in place for what? Because Jewish people cannot walk around New York safely. And I just say this to all, all of, of the people that watch this that are Israeli or Jewish, why are you voting for Democrats? Because there they are. Yeah. Those are the Democrats. Why do you vote for them? Why? We're the ones, the right wing, the, the Republicans, the, and I don't like to say Republican, I'm a, I'm a staunch Republican, but I can't stand the Republican Party most of the time. We're the ones who moved the, the embassy to Jerusalem after everybody, prom Reagan promised didn't do it. Bush promised didn't, didn't do it. Clinton promised didn't do it. Bush promised didn't do it. I don't think Obama cared at all. Trump promised and did it. We're the only ones to do stuff. We're the only ones that want to adamantly defend Israel. I know that Hillary's coming out in adamant defense. That's only because she can't get away with not defending Israel. Right. We defend Israel because you are God's chosen people. That's why we, and we know that a lot of times you don't like us. I know that, but we're still on your side, even though you don't like us. I get it. I'm talking about Jew, Jews or Israelis versus the right wing. And I don't know why you don't like us. I don't get it because we're your staunch defenders every single time. And the left is not, ever. The only reason Biden gave $700 million Biden gave to, the, to I want to call it the Palestinian, Palestinian Liberation Organization because that's really what all of Palestine is. It's just, a, it's just another version of, the, of Yasser, Elifa, Yasser Arafat's PLO. But anyway... He gave $700 million to a UN charter, $6 billion to the ones who are funding Hamas and Hezbollah. That's to Iran. He just gave $100 million to Hamas themselves, but don't worry, it's only for humanitarian purposes. And you're going to vote for Democrats when Jewish people inside of NYC have to shelter in place because it's not safe for them to walk the streets? How do you vote for the left? I don't get it. Hitler was a leftist. Mao was a leftist. Why do you vote for the left? They're going to finally get it right? It's impossible to get something right that, that is at its root completely and totally a lie and wrong. It will never be right. All right, switch the subjects. I've been on this for a couple days. I hope you're not getting bored with it, but I have to keep doing it until I feel like it's over. This is a lot of election fraud stuff coming out. We cannot let move on from election fraud. No. 
You cannot move on from election fraud. Listen, November 7th, 2020, statute of limitations haven't run out for all those felonies that were committed on that day, before that day, and after that day. The statute of limitations have not run out on any of that. That November 7th needs to be litigated to fruition. Everybody needs to be charged with the crimes that they committed on November 7th. Doesn't need to be forgotten and moved on. If you do that, then you are licensing them to do it to you again. The Republicans and the right-wingers, can I say we've never cheated in an election? I mean, I'll tell you what, the only people that are ever found with ballots in their cars, ballots that were cast into a canyon in, in California, are all Democrats every single time. Just like all of this is all Democrats. I don't see any right-wingers. Right wingers, I mean, again, if you go over my whole thing with, it, with the seven cities and the six states, they were all Democrats. You know, again, Atlanta, Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, Milwaukee, Phoenix, Las Vegas, Detroit, the seven cities and the six states that caused Trump to lose the election, to stop counting ballots in the middle of the night. Atlanta, you know, Atlanta with Miss Ruby, all that, which I'm going to go over now. But I'm going to start off with this. Fox News video with, with Jesse Waters looking into, looking into this election worker. Now, a lot of you have seen this story, but I'm just using it as a launching pad to get into the newer stuff. Play for me, Will. After being accused of voter fraud doesn't clear your name. It just makes your win suspicious. And no one's more suspicious than Wanda. She's tight with the mayor. She runs the desk at his office, controls who goes in and out. But Wanda hasn't been at her desk. She's been on paid leave since the scandal. Today, Fox 61 reporter Matt Karen asked the mayor, why don't you just fire Wanda? Can you update us? I think we're good, guys. Wanda, we're good, okay? People want to know that. What do they want to know? The employment status of Wanda? I mean, she's on paid administrative leave. When are you going to make a decision on her? I don't make those decisions, but thank you for asking. the mayor. You don't make decisions. I don't make decisions. All right, so the mayor can't fire Wanda. Wanda's kind of the mayor's best ballot harvester. The mayor loves him some Wanda. The mayor says everyone knows and loves Wanda. Well, primetime did some digging. Turns out everyone does know Wanda, but they don't love her. In fact, they're scared of her. Through the Freedom of Information Act, Fox 61 obtained these four sworn affidavit complaints sent to the State Elections Enforcement Commission. Among the allegations, Ms. Jeter promised a voter she can get her a Section 8 voucher if she votes for Ganem. Another states she always comes and fills it out for me. Another stating they had fear of Wanda Jeter because she makes threats to people. All right, according to sworn affidavits, and I got a thick stack of these guys right here, thick. Wanda was targeting senior homes, poor neighbors, and communities who don't speak English very well to harvest ballots. One affidavit claims Wanda promised a woman and her sick kid that she could get them in Section 8 housing if they switched their vote to her boss, the mayor. It also says that Wanda went to a woman's house, helped her fill out her ballot, told her to call over her neighbor, filled out the neighbor's ballot, and then left with their votes. The woman didn't even realize this was illegal. She just thought Wanda was trying to help her. Another affidavit said when a different candidate was trying to get petition signatures, None of the people would sign her sheet. They said, we support you, but we can't sign because Wanda knows who signs the petitions and threatens us. So how many Wandas are out there? Because another affidavit said witnesses saw people walking out of apartment buildings with bags full of ballots. This city reeks of fraud, reeks.
Wanda's boss, the mayor, did seven years in prison for racketeering and extortion. And he just got reelected, in all likelihood, thanks to Wanda. The mayor doesn't like talking to the press. When Wanda got caught on camera with the ballots, the mayor had police block our reporters. As the protest grew, Joe gotta go! security watched from the roof line, and Bridgeport police gathered inside. Joe, come out! Show your face, represent! Blocking access to Mayor Joe Ganim's office on the second floor. What law says we can't go knock on the mayor's door? If you go right over to the security guard right there and ask him to make an appointment and see if you're can authorized you to go upstairs, Sergeant? then we can see what we can do for you. In our quest to conduct journalistic due diligence, police made their intentions clear. If you go upstairs and security wants you removed, then Bridgeport Police Department will then step in and we have to do what we have to do. But removed under what law and statute? We'll be trespassing. Keep in mind, the Margaret Morton Government Center is a public building funded by the taxpayers. So the corrupt mayor controls the cops who block our reporters from exercising. And let me just state this for you. As a veteran of law enforcement myself, 25 years, Sarasota County Sheriff's Office, that's bogus what the cops just said. They cannot arrest you for trespassing unless they first have trespass warned you. There has to be a trespass warning that you have to violate that trespass warning. And getting a trespass warning for a public building is a constitutional leap, to say the least. Because usually that's for private property where I trespass. You can trespass anybody you want for any reason why you want off of any private property you want. Any private property you own. You can trespass for me. I, I, don't, I don't like you, therefore you're trespassed. You can do that. That's fine. And you can issue a trespass warning, and they, if they violate trespass warning, then they get arrested. So what that cop just said is absolutely wrong and a bold-faced lie. And I hate to say that about other cops, but cops, I've lost my good opinions of cops because of COVID. Still love local law enforcement. I do. I love my local sheriff's office. Love the co love cops in general. But my respect level has gone down because I saw them all COVID cave and arrest people for not standing six feet apart, not wearing masks. Okay, if you do that and you swore as an when I when I swore in as deputy sheriff for the Sarasota County Sheriff's Office, I swore to uphold and defend the Constitution of the United States of America. You don't you don't you don't violate that to keep your job. If you get fired because you refuse to violate your oath then you will get your job back with a million dollars in your pocket. That's how it should work. But just so you know, so we have we have Miss Wanda. Her name is Wanda Getter uh, Pataki. We'll just call her Miss Wanda. And I'm not going to put a miss in front of her name. She deserves no respect. So Wanda likes to offer vouchers for votes, which is a felony. <laughs> she likes to ballot harvest, which is a felony. Bags of votes coming out of buildings. That's all patently illegal, by the way. And if this is not fixed, we can't win. I don't care whether you love Trump or whether you love DeSantis or anybody else. We are, or Vivek Ramaswamy, we are not going to win. It's impossible to win when Miss Ruby is feeding the ballots into the machine. Another Miss Ruby here is, is, is Wanda. And she's serving a mayor. This is, this is the funniest part, which I actually forgot. She's serving a mayor who served seven years in prison for racketeering while Wanda is racketeering and getting him votes, Mayor Joe Gannon, that's who that is, who, who, uh, who is using the cops just like Joe Biden to block the First Amendment, just like he uses the FBI to meet with social media platforms to block your rights, your rights to speak, your rights to write, your rights to post. Your First Amendment rights are blocked by law enforcement. 
The First Amendment right of those reporters to go talk to the mayor was blocked by the mayor's Gestapo. If you are a cop, what do you do? You refuse to follow unconstitutional orders. That's what you do. I am a fervent law and order guy. You should be arrested if you thieve. You should be arrested for battery. You should be arrested for assault. You should be arrested for any other, any crimes that are named in the statute book. You should be arrested. You can get tickets for speeding. I'm in favor of all of it. Otherwise, it's mayhem. But cops are not to be used for political expediency, for the political benefit of a party, which is exactly what's happening, obviously, with the FBI and the DOJ, and right here in this little town of Bridgeport, under Mayor Joe Gannon, who spent seven years in prison for racketeering. <laughs> so here's another one for you. I just want to show you the level of voter fraud. Really, it's not voter fraud. It is voter fraud. There's plenty of voters that are committing fraudulent acts, and they're all Democrats. Tom, that's that's just a sweeping statement. That's a hyperbolic statement. Show me videos of Republicans doing it. I'll post them. I'll, I'll put it out here to my staff right now sitting to my right. Yep. You guys find any videos of Republicans doing it. Aaron, you look. Will, you look. Send them to me. I'll put them on. Yep. I will put them on if Republicans do it. There isn't any. Just like there's no white supremacist terrorism. No. Just like there's no systemic racism. Just like there's no problem with AR-15s. There's no problem with AR-15s. More fists kill people than AR-15s. More knives and blunt objects kill people than AR-15s. Most of your gun deaths are suicides. It's all lies. It's all propagandist lies to usher in their agenda. So again, if, if the four problems are not solved... We're not going to win. I don't, I'm voting for Trump. I love Trump. I'm casting. I don't care. And don't, please don't be discouraged when I show you these things and go, oh, well, I guess there's just no purpose. Well, then you're just a coward. Just vote no matter what. But I'm telling you, I'm showing you all this stuff so that you tell the people that you know, that you have influence over, that you can make a phone call to, that unless, and I'm sitting in free Florida, we actually have great elections here. So you know where you're watching right now. You know whether it's corrupt or not. Deal with it locally. We make the phone calls that need to be made. Because if we don't solve the four problems, the four problems being the establishment Republicans, no message, no money, and fraudulent elections. If we don't solve those four problems, establishment Republicanism, no message, fraudulent elections, and no money. We never have any money. Why are we always outspent? Glenn Youngkin was outspent in the latest election. RNC gave him absolutely no money. RNC is saying... They never asked for money. And Glenn Youngkin's saying, that's not true. We did ask for money. And Rona Romney McDaniel is saying, we have no responsibility. There's like she has no responsibility at all. And we've lost every election since she's took an, taken over the RNC. But we have no money that we're getting outspent 50 to 1 in every election. And you have, you have idiots like Kevin McCarthy who, who end up funding the establishment GOP person in a stupid primary race where it then drains the money out of the true conservatives' uh, campaign finance, so he has no money when he wins, when the true conservative wins, to, he, won't have, he has no money left to actually campaign against the Democratic Party. Kevin, why? Because Kevin McCarthy lives with Frank Luntz, who's a Democratic Party pollster, and Kevin McCarthy is simply a shill for the Democratic Party, playing the Republican role so that you don't put a real Republican in his place like so many of the rest of them are. So if we don't solve the fraudulent election problem, it doesn't matter who you vote for. It doesn't matter who runs. It doesn't matter who you stand on a street corner for. And I've stood on street corners for Donald Trump. I've been to a Trump rally. I love Trump. It doesn't matter, though. 
He won in 2020, and he won big in 2020. He got more votes than any incumbent president in history and lost by 9 million votes? No. It's impossible. Joe Applesauce poo-poo pants Biden? He somehow got 84 million votes? Give me a break. Here's how he got all his 84 million votes. Gunther Eagleman video. Facts, Democratic part, the Democratic Party steals elections. Listen to this campaign worker right here. Play for me, Will. And were you aware that the Secretary of State says that an outer envelope, uh, the endorsement of the town clerk, must show the date, the precise time the clerk received the ballot and the clerk's signature? Were you aware of that? And uh, were you aware that if the, the Secretary of the State says in Exhibit 126, if an outer envelope does not substantially comply with this requirement, the ballot cannot be counted? Did you know that? Now I do. Okay, I guess maybe I should ask, did you know that? Did you know that on September 12th? No, I didn't. And uh, did you ever instruct your absentee ballot moderator that that was the rule? You went over this manual with the absentee ballot yeah. monitoring? Well, I, yeah, we, we go through the manual, but you know our past practices. So yeah. past, past practices were in your office, the Registrar of Voters, the Democratic Registrar of Voters office was not to require a signature on the clerk's end. Oh, no, I know. Um, actually, this is, um, new to me about the signature. I'm not clear, so that means I haven't read the book. Back to me. So, miss, are you aware of this rule? No. Are you aware of that rule? No. Are you so for Democratic Party voters only? You don't require signature verification. Uh, 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 not real. Uh, oh, I should be more familiar with the rules. This is why you had you had. We have videos of it all, and it's amazing to me. And I'm not going to name names right now, but it may happen later with different conservatives that I have respect for. They claim that people like me, and possibly there's 524 people that are watching that I can see right now. I don't know how many people are on Christian Television Network. And conservative pundits who are like, move on. They, 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 they claim that people that believe that the election was stolen are conspiracy theorists, and we're the ones that are causing Republicans to lose elections. No, the reason why Republicans lose elections is they're endlessly being stolen. You look at the video footage that I'm showing you right now. They're endlessly being stolen. And if you say that, you, you lose credibility with certain conservative pundits. I'm like, if you, and you choose, you choose to be willfully ignorant. You're probably one, if you're a conservative pundit and you're watching this right now and you espouse that the, the election wasn't stolen by, uh, the, by the DNC, by the Democrats in 2020, it wasn't stolen from Donald Trump, you espouse that and you espouse that those of us who believe that it is are causing Republicans to lose elections because we look like tinfoil hat conspiracy theorists then you've looked at no facts whatsoever. You're too scared to look at facts. Because if you look at the facts, then you'll end up being one of us. What, what kind of person are you when you're afraid of becoming somebody who advocates truth because of the societal repercussions of advocating truth? I mean, think about what kind of a spineless worm, somebody who's so devoid of self-respect that you're, a, you're afraid to espouse the truth. You're afraid to even look into whether or not what you espouse is truth or not because you're afraid of the repercussions of espousing truth. Imagine that. Ima- ima- imagine being that much of a spineless worm. 
Can't stand people. It's just like a preacher who refuses to preach the gospel, who, refu who refuses to preach hellfire and brimstone, who refuses to say homosexuality is sin, who refuses to say pornography is sin, who refuses to say fornication is sin, who refuses to say lying is sin, whatever it may be, who refuses to say you don't need a mask because whatever you bind is bound and whatever you loose is loose. And by the way, the truth is masks don't work anyway. You're so devoid of human dignity that you're afraid of the repercussions of speaking the truth. Amazing to me, because the numbers are probably one of those, if you're one of those conservative pundits who don't think the election was stolen, you have probably espoused these numbers. Well, there were 60 court cases that Donald Trump brought, and, they, and he lost all 60. Is that remotely true? I'm just gonna say this to all the people that are watching right now. Is that remotely true? Because you've heard it from the DNC, You've heard it from Democratic Party pundits, and you've heard it from conservative pundits on Fox News that Donald Trump brought 60 cases. You know, you got idiots, spineless little worms like Jenna Ellis now that have you know, retracted all their support for the election that was stolen. And he's here, he hears 60 cases were brought, 60 cases were brought, and they were all lost in court. They lost every case. They've not, listen, here, here's the numbers, here's the actual numbers. 90 cases were brought. Only 30 of them were heard because the rest of them, the other 60, were dismissed for lack of standing, which makes no sense whatsoever. And out of the 30 that were actually heard, they never heard any of the other 60. 60 out of 90 were never heard and they were never adjudicated in court, ever. They were never heard in court. Not one, not one scintilla of fact, not one scintilla of evidence, not one judge, not one jury, nothing. 60 out of 90 were never heard. Of the 30 that were heard, Donald Trump won 22 of them. 22 out of 30, he won. Those are the actual facts that the propagandists on the right and left refuse to espouse because they're afraid of the repercussions of the truth on their personal life and on their own personal little agendas or on their political agendas. Let me show you this George tweet. Breaking, Michigan lawmakers have filed, art, filed articles of impeachment against Attorney General Dana Nessel. What did old Dana do? Who is nothing more than a leftist bourgeois elitist. She's the chief law enforcement officer of the state of Michigan who could not be any more politically biased. That is very dangerous. For refusing to file charges in the Muskegon City Fraudulent Voter Registration Scheme from the 2020 election. Oh, really? So you can, I'm going to pick on the conservatives, just like the conservatives that are, that are supporting Hamas. Because it's just easy to pick on the leftists. Of course, the leftists, of course the leftists fall for all the garbage. Of course they do, because they're uninformed, purposely ignorant people. But you on the right should know better. You should know better. Voter registration scheme for the 2020 election, using her office to persecute uh, her political enemies. So you said the election's not stolen. If I believe the election was stolen, I'm a right-wing conspiracy theory, uh, theorist who's causing Republicans to lose elections. Well, here's the truth. Ready? Despite having the evidence to put, this is all from, this is all from George, follow, follow him on, on Twitter and all his other social media. He's a great source, 80,000 plus followers on Twitter. Despite having the evidence to put people behind bars for delivering up to 12,000, I'm a conspiracy theorist? I'm a conspiracy theorist. 12,000 fake voter registrations to, to, to Muskegee's clerk, Nessel, hid the investigation from the public, prosecuted no one, and handed the case to the FBI a few months back. A few months back. Okay, a few months back. Let's let's let's. I'll give her three months back. So August 
Let's go September. No, I'll go October. October, September, August. I'll give her July. So let's say June of 2023. She did nothing for all of 2021, all of 2022, and half of 2023 at minimum. Did nothing and then told the FBI about it. And of course, the FBI jumped right on and started prosecuting these leftists. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay, that's right. They're brown shirt Gestapo for the leftists. Of course, they're not going to prosecute any leftists because they're the Gestapo for the leftists, for the Democratic Party. So it, it handed the case to the FBI a few months back for it to finally die off. They handed it to the FBI. And of course, it'll disappear into oblivion unless you are a 50-pound overweight MAGA mom storming the Capitol with no weapons. <laughs> Meanwhile, she indicted the brave patriots who presented alternative electors for the rigged 2020 election. So she has 12,000 fake voter registrations. She has the suspects. She has them in her side, does absolutely nothing with it, but then goes after people who simply presented an option of electors changing their electoral vote, which is totally legal, which the Democrats did in 2016. We have the video. This will likely go nowhere because the Republicans lost both the, both the state House and Senate in 2022 after having comfortable control for 20 years. I wonder how they're losing all these. I wonder why. Because 12,000 votes didn't just uh, 12,000 fake voter registrations, i.e. 12,000 fake votes. I wonder how the Republicans are losing when nothing is done, when 12,000 fake votes are cast for candidates that are all Democrats. And this is in the huge metropolitan area of Muskegon. What, what if it's happening? If there's 12,000 fake votes in Muskegon, Mich Michigan, what's going on in Detroit? What's some other, what's going on in Lansing? What's some other what's some other cities? Flint. Yeah. What's going on there? If if there's 12,000, and I'm a conspiracy theorist because I believe the election was stolen. There's 12,000 votes right here. Donald Trump, get on video here. There we go. Lost lost Michigan by like 20 or 30,000 votes, and there's 12,000 of them in Muskegon. Yeah. And now I wonder why they're losing the House. I wonder why they lost the Senate because they're all the because uh, because their elections are fraudulent. Their elect elections are fake. But I'm a conspiracy theorist for saying how am I a conspiracy theorist when there's twelve thousand fake votes right here? I say this to the conservatives that allow that are, that are espousing that are saying that people like me are conspiracy theorists when I have the numbers and I've given the numbers over Georgia. Georgia was absolutely stolen. Sixty six thousand votes at minimum were fraudulent. And Donald Trump lost that state by 11,000 votes. And all 66,000 of those votes went for Joe Biden. This is not conspiracy theory. And unless, and all these right-wing uh, right pundits that are alleging that all of this fraudulent election, uh, this, this fraudulent election, I don't know what you want to call it, theory that we have, or whatever, it's not theory. I'm trying to, I'm having a difficult na time naming it because it's absolute truth. But those of us who label all this election interference and election fraud truth, they label it conspiracy theory that's hurting the Republican Party. How are you? How are you? How do you think any you allegedly want Republicans to be elected? How are they ever going to be elected when you have Miss Ruby in place? We have Dana Nessel in place. Thousands upon thousands of fraudulent votes. You think you're just going to overcome it via some sort of via campaign ads, via the right candidate? You can't overcome it. Let's go to the next one. Ras, uh, Rasmussen reports tweet. Update, Fulton County, Georgia's high-priced criminal defense lawyers see writing on the wall. See, it's all coming out. How, how is this conspiracy theory? Man, I should have I done the whole show on this. Should have just skipped them off. These 150,000 still secret 2020 
unfolded. They have to be on. They have to actually be folded, not unfolded. It's impossible. You need to understand something. It is impossible for them to be legal votes and be unfolded. They have to have been. How do you mail anything in that's not folded? <laughs> yeah. Do you see what I'm saying? And I'm a conspiracy There's No, right-wing pundit that alleges that those of us who are espousing that 2020 was a fraudulent election, you're the conspiracy theorist, and you're probably six times vaccinated as a conservative, a CCC, a COVID-caving conservative. These 150,000 still secret 2020 unfolded mail ballots, unfolded with the perfect ovals, <laughs> perfect digitized ovals filled in on all the ballots, protected by the court, for three years have been, have gone and have gone missing, and the county's lawyers have all just quit. But we're the frauds. We're the conspiracy theorists. Now eight seconds left to go. Love you all. Be back here Tuesday night, eight o'clock. Be eight thirty. Be blessed in Jesus' mighty name. Bless you. If you really want happiness, you want peace, you want joy. If you want victory, you want a great marriage. Whatever it is that you want. It's the power of the Holy Ghost. And that comes through salvation. That comes through receiving Jesus as your Lord and Savior. If you don't, everything else is a waste of time. Okay, well, we win the presidency. Okay, well, you'll be empty. You will be. It doesn't work. Nothing, nothing works but God. You can fight it all you want. You can waste your whole life. This isn't even the message yet. This is all for free. You can waste your whole life chasing something else. You can. You're not designed for anything but, but to be the indwelling of the Holy Ghost. You waste your whole life looking for other things. Nothing works, no guy will work, no girl will work, no thing will work, no job will work, no vacation will work, no destination will work, nothing. You're not designed for it. Again, it's like, it's like running a tractor in a Formula One race. It doesn't work. You can try it. You can be out on the track and participate, but it doesn't work. So I urge you, I urge you, dive into God.